back, everyone. Episode 23 of Witches. Let Ghosts. Oh, my. This is Hunter. This is Jade. And we're best friends. We are. And <laughs> and that's it. And that's, we're and done. Anyways, so thank you for listening. So this has been our episode. <laughs> episode. Um, so the theme for today was weather. Yes. And I called mine like forever ago. Simply mm-hmm. because I had listened to a podcast that talked about weather witches so long ago that the only thing I remembered about it was that they talked about weather witches. Okay. So, well, I mean, it covers the, the big point. It there. does. So, I expected there to be a lot of sources and stuff. Uh-huh. But not a lot came up. And the things that did was, like, scholarly articles really that you had to like pay for and like my institution didn't have so i couldn't get but it was like because it was like talking about how like the whole thing of like weather witches or shamans that could control the weather Mm. whatever it was like a big thing for like different religions and like stuff like that yeah so i couldn't get those but i looked at everything else that i could okay (laughs) so a lot of the stuff that was really really interesting too it's like I have a decent amount of stuff, but not a lot of it is history like usual. A lot of it mm. is like what we still currently do because of them. Really? Yeah, you'll Dude, see. It's crazy. Interesting. It is crazy. So since ancient times, different cultures around the world have talked about people with the ability to control the elements, which also therein includes mm-hmm. the causing rain, storms, lightning, yada yada yada. Um, this power has been attributed to magicians, shamans, sorcerers, and witches. And this is crazy, but in as early as 700 AD, the Catholic Church prosecuted sorcerers for causing storms. Oh, uh, what? It's crazy that you've never heard of this. I know. Hmm. Yeah. Because you hear about the Salem Witch Trials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, also, we are in America. And this, this stuff did not, like, the witch trials that this talks about oh. did not happen in America. So. So we don't care about anybody else. Got it. Yeah. Well, that shouldn't be a shocker. <laughs> okay. So. um, This. <laughs> this part, <laughs> I read it and I turned to Kyle and I was like, I feel like people use religion in a not good way. That's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. And this is why. Because quote this was a quote from the thing quote church authorities gave credence to the belief by storms being caused and stuff by people by stating that god permitted the devil and witches to perform these acts as punishment for the wickedness of the world end quote i'm sorry bro isn't the whole (laughs) it's weather so anyway (laughs) Then I found a Wikipedia page that talked about, there was something about like weather witches, but there was something called Tempestari or okay. for in like a singular it would be Tempestarius. Okay. Um, this is from medieval lore uh-huh. and they're defined as weather making magicians that possess the power to start, stop or prevent storms from happening at will. Mm. Um, and like in this lore or whatever, in towns where someone was a Tempestarius and they like would say that they were going to prevent a storm and then didn't prevent a storm, they would like get bullied by the town and sometimes even killed. Dude, what? So you get prosecuted, executed, whatever, if you don't do anything because you're not a witch, but they say you're a witch. Uh Uh-huh. And then you get bullied and sometimes killed if you are a witch. Everybody knows you're a witch. And you just get something wrong. And you just get something wrong and still murder. So you really, there's no win here, it sounds. No. Yeah. So, okay. Um, then the witch hunts started happening. Okay. (laughs) So even more people got scrutinized, even ones that, like, weren't called Tempestarius before, Tempestari before, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um... And some people believed that witches could cause tempests, hailstorms, and lightning. And they said that they would purposely strike houses, crops, and whatever else with lightning. They would purposely sink ships, purposely kill men and animals, and they would do all of this with a smile. 
I'm just like not seeing that. Yeah. Just not seeing that as some something that happened. No. Um, this is very interesting. Because of the devil, Jade. Did you know? Yeah, because of the wickedness of the world. Um, so the most famous storm that is believed, um, by people around that time to have been caused by a weather witch or Mm. witches was in 1591. So long ago. Okay. Um, this was during the North Berwick witch trials. Oh, so, so there's that's, yeah. Um, there was a man named John Fion and his alleged coven of witches mm. were accused of raising a sea storm in order to drown King James VI and Queen Anne on their way back from Denmark. But why? But also... Oh, okay. Not done. They didn't die in a storm. What? They, like, they... What? They, like, a storm happened, I guess, on their way back from Denmark, and this these people were accused of causing that storm to try and drown them, but they didn't. But, guys, they, they didn't fine. drown. They were fine. They, like, they died of, like, illnesses Dude. separately in their own beds, like, later, what? at a later point. Like, they didn't what? even die from that. Attempted murder. <sighs> yeah. I'm... So, I don't know, man. People are weird. But, in general, the general consensus about this power is that it is very dangerous to wield and you mm. have to be like very masterful in witchcraft to be able to like actually do it because okay. if you don't it's really easy to lose control of the storm and mm-hmm. like just, like kill people yes. even yourself could get swept up in mm. it you could die as well mm-hmm. so you know not good yes um and this was really interesting this is like the super 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 interesting stuff that i really liked so in a broader term like, going from weather witches to just weather magic, mm-hmm. um, it in- also includes divination and forecasting, not just controlling weather. So it's, like, includes mm-hmm. more people. So here are a couple different things that weather magic would be. So using dowsing rods on pieces of land in order to find sources of water. Okay. Um, doing fertility rituals for a season of good harvest. Um, have you ever heard the term... Red sky at night, sailors delight. Red sky in the morning, sailors take warning. Yes. So that is like another weather, magic, forecasting, whatever thing. Um, But did you know that it originated from the Bible? What? Because I didn't. It was from the book of Matthew. Quote, He answered and said unto them, When it is evening, they say there will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, there will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. End quote. Hmm. So it talks about it in there, but then also there is actually a scientific explanation for the, the fact that the this is accurate. <sighs> so uh-huh. the reason why, whatever, like how if it's red in the morning, it's like not as good. It's because of how um, dust particles, like in the atmosphere move across the sky depending on if there's like bad or good weather or like different kinds of winds and so it makes the sun look different like you know like have you ever noticed that during sunrises and sunsets the sun looks like way bigger on the horizon Mm -hmm. than like when it's noon and it's straight up in the sky it's because it has to go through much more of the atmosphere so it has to cross through a lot of particles so it like makes it it blows it it up yeah so is really it has to do cool. kind of with that kind of stuff that's yeah uh, i feel mm-hmm. like i learned that about the sun like a really long time ago we learned in physics totally forgot about it yeah oh gotta love this so listen i loved i loved our teacher mr spiracos if you're out there <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening you're not you're not um, um. <laughs> but you were the reason we did okay in physics Dude. Truly, I did physics um, after the fact, like in college, and mm. I don't know how I passed. Like, it, Honestly, I, yeah. it was awful. It was because we had those, the maps, right? Weren't they called the maps? Yes. Ugh, oh, my maps. God. Hated them, but they God. were so, con- I like almost reached out to him, but he at that point had retired. Oh, yeah. But like, mm-hmm. I almost wanted to reach he out to him at one point. It would have made his goddamn I know, day. I know, but like, him. I didn't know if he still had his email and there's no other True. way I could have reached out no, to him. Yeah. Because he had retired, like, mm. right after us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so, another weather magic thing that happens is during the celebration of Imbolc, or Candlemas, mm. 
is another word for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Northern Hemisphere coincides with Groundhog's Day. Okay. Okay. And you know how we do the whole seeing the shadow of the groundhog determines the winter, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This actually goes with stuff from old folk traditional stuff in England. So it says that if weather is fine on Candlemas, then they're in for a cold and stormy weather for the rest of winter. But if it's oh, like bad, then it'll be then better it'll be weather. Better. Um, and then Scotland's Highlanders had a tradition where they where they would um, hit the ground with sticks until a serpent <laughs> came out. And then the way it, like, behaved would tell them how much frost is left in the ground. So if they're, like, super, like, out of it and dazed and confused, it's like, oh, they're still in hibernation. It's still cold down there. But, like, if they seem more alert, then they're like, oh, there's not as much frost. That means we must be getting to spring soon. Mm. Even though that's, I feel like, not how it works. No. Because it doesn't, like, thaw from under. Like, you would know in the air first. But I absolutely love that so much. Yeah, I really like that they try. like... A lot of people just hitting hitting the ground. Like a lot. Like worms are coming out instead of snakes. (laughs) What happens if a snake just doesn't come out? They pack up and go home. I guess. We've done our due diligence. And it didn't happen. So they're stick on their shoulders and And then keep. Yep. Got it. So so these are just a whole bunch of different weather, magic, whatever things that are still kind of used now. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in Appalachia, if there are cows laying in their fields, it means that rain is on the way. Oh. If a rooster crows in the middle of the night, it is foretelling of rain the next day. If a dog runs in circles, which I feel like they just do. But apparently that means that poor weather is coming. So okay. pay attention to that. Okay, I will. I got a dog. <laughs> um, if birds build their nests closer to the ground than like usual, that means that there's going to be a hard winter coming up. Mm. Um, and then here are some, like, some rituals, honestly, okay. that we used to do as kids without realizing it would be stuff before like a snow day. I don't know if you ever did anything to try and get a snow day, but it was very big. Oh my in god! My no, elementary I never school. did any of that. I didn't hear about that really until I think I met you. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! Okay, before. so we—it was a huge thing for us. It was you had to put a white crayon on the windowsill. Oh. You had to put a spoon under your pillow. Uh-huh. You had to wear your PJs inside out. Oh. You had to flush ice cubes down the toilet. And then uh-huh. this one, I literally don't know where I heard it from. So it, I could have fully pulled it out of my ass, honestly. Like, I oh. don't know if this is real. Okay. Um, run around your dining table, your dining room table counterclockwise a certain number of times. I think it was like five or like seven or like something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just remember doing that for sure. Um, one I didn't do, but um, it, but like it said on there that was giving examples of this mm-hmm. was putting plastic bags over your socks to try and get a snow day. What? So then I asked Kyle if he did anything and he said, well, not really, but he went to like a Lutheran, um, like from kindergarten to eighth grade. Oh. So, but when, so of course, like Christian yes. uh, people are t- <laughs> told them, Wake up at midnight and say a prayer and light light a Stop. candle and say a prayer and you'll have someday. a better chance for Sunday. I love that. I know. So yes, okay. And then I have just a list. This was really cool. A list of some superstitions about weather witches. Some of the stuff is still like things we do or say today, and other things might be in other parts of the world. But I just I just didn't recognize it. Mm. So <laughs> apparently. Um, when you've eaten a hard-boiled egg, you always need to smash a hole through the bottom of the shell. Because if you don't, a witch will ride it out to sea and cause a storm. A witch will... Sorry, what is a witch going to do? Ride it out to sea and cause a storm. I'm not going to ask any questions. I don't have an answer for you, even if you did. All it said in parentheses was, sea hags could often stir up a storm. Best not to help them by leaving your eggshells intact. <laughs> so sorry. I don't know what that what? means. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I like witches are just like, oh, that's a whole eggshell. I gotta go. I gotta go cause a storm. Like, what are they using it for? Who knows? Um, the whole rain, rain, go away, come again <gasps> another day. That is a mm. charm. 
that like an incantation oh. that people would say to try and get the rain to stop or improve weather. Um, this was interesting. If you pull a face in the wind, it'll stick. So if you like make a face in the wind, it's gonna like make your face stay like that. Mm-hmm. It's because <laughs> no, don't tell me what because. The demons that ride with strong winds were thought to have disfiguring powers. I don't even know what that means. Why are winds associated with demons? <sighs> then. Well, I love wind so much. Dude, I don't know what it is about wind. Dude, I love but wind. But, like, I feel wind and it's like, oh. Like, Papa's the opposite. Instantly, I'm happy. Papa hates the wind. What? Takes it personal. Oh. I see like it as a gift. I'm like, oh. I like the wind. It's gorgeous. Also, my mom hates it now, too, because it, like... Noise. Yeah. My mom is mm. deaf in one ear. Mm. Uh, she had a brain tumor. But she, she's fine now. Hi, Mom. <laughs> How Hi, you mom. doing? Um, and so, obviously, she can't hear out of one ear. And so, things like really loud rooms with a lot of people talking a lot or the wind when other people are trying to talk to her or there's other like noises and stuff is like a lot to handle for anyone really but for someone who only has one ear to hear out of like mm. that's a lot so wind is not her friend i love the wind though yeah cannot oh my relate. god i just remember one oh it makes me so happy just thinking about it i remember one game that we went to at State, Michigan State. Mm-hmm. We went to a football game. I think this is our freshman <gasps> I remember this. Year. I know what you're talking about. And it was our freshman year. We left early because we could sense a storm coming Oh, or we could see a storm coming. And so we left early to run back to our dorm because we were quite a ways away from... Like the opposite end of campus. Yeah, from the... Stadium. Stadium, thank you. The field, if you will. Is it called the field? Football field. Football field. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we were like running because... There was a storm coming. And, and the, the wind, wind was picking up. The and wind was so strong. It was like in the fall, obviously, because football. So there was like leaves flying everywhere. It looked like, like tornadoes like made out of leaves like everywhere. It oh my God. Crazy. I love it. That stuff, like, I feel like the energy. I don't know. It just like, like makes right me before so the storm. Happy. And then it just. And then as soon as we got it, like it, it started soon sprinkling. As we in the door. It was sprinkling as we were like getting there. But as soon as we got in, it like started Pouring rain, like, and then I went got cereal. Yeah, we did. But the <laughs> the wind was like knocking, getting leaves stuck to the windows and stuff from the rain. And yep. oh my god, the wind was so intense. And it we were watching crazy. everyone trying to run back to the oh, dorm, yeah. laughing so at them. Funny. <laughs> that was oh, good but, like, times. One of it. two times we went to a football game. Yeah, they just weren't that fun. Okay? I just don't. Yeah, I'm not a sports. Person. Anyway, sport surrounded by a whole bunch of drunk students that we don't know. That when we weren't getting drunk or no, anything yep, ourselves, yep. like so we didn't have people. To... Anyways, so another one is uh-huh. if you sing badly, it'll rain. So you have to sing well. Okay. Well, it says that <laughs> kind of offensive. It's like apparently when you know when magical songs or incantations or whatever would be said if it like was said poorly or whatever and something bad happened they like connected the two to like them oh yeah um tread on an ant you'll make it rain it says ants tend to come out in good weather on the hunt for foods to take back before the weather turns. So if you mm. kill it, then the ants are no longer out. So rain will so come. So rain will come. Got it. No, that makes Actually, a lot of sense. something you can learn with ants is when if you notice that like ant hills are being built up like a ridiculous amount more than usual, that means rain is coming because they're trying to protect yeah. their nest from getting flooded and stuff. That one I believe <laughs> well that one i learned from papa so obviously yeah. it's right, yeah, right. <laughs> anything he tells me is true mm-hmm. um okay to end a drought dip an effigy of a saint in water this Wait. may have also been done as a punishment to the saint for ignoring the community's prayers possibly originating with the custom of leaving holy pre-christian effigies in springs or lakes 
What? Ring bells during a gale to scare the demons away. What's a gale? A storm coming off of oh, the I knew that. water. Yes, mm-hmm. I explained that in another yep. way. Um, this is because church bells were often rung during a storm to frighten evil sources. And then another one is gales. Uh, gales come to take a great spirit away. Some people believe that this is that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people. Believe- Some people believe this is the devil coming to claim a soul. What is with? But the superstition is likely to have origins of legends from like witch hunts and oh. everything like that. What is with weather and people the thinking de- because the weather devil is bad and the devil is bad, so they're both mm. bad. I don't know that I agree. Agree with that because it didn't feel bad when that wind gave me energy, gave me like a boost. Yeah. So that's what I have for weather witches. I would like to be a weather witch. That'd be really cool. I used to think I could control weather. Oh. I'd be like wind and I would like to but of course I'd only do that like when it's windy so I've I of course like just reaffirm that I yeah you're like wow this is wow I'm I'm doing this oh my god (laughs) so what did you bring for us Hunter so I couldn't find anything specifically about weather okay I went like a different route I love it slightly the same um slightly similar to weather I mean um so I'm gonna be talking about the Sabbaths which is like kind of like weather. No way. Yeah. So um, I have a quote here okay. from Tell me. an article. And it says, the course of a year sees the passing of the seasons marked by changes in weather. There's where the weather comes yep. in. The hours of daylight and consequently vegetation and s- soil uh, fertility. Makes sense. Yep. So that's like where the weather comes in. If you don't know, Sabbaths are like... Pagan uh, holidays, holidays, almost. festivals. Yeah, festivals is a really good word. Pagan, yeah. Which is crazy because I mine actually mentioned one, so that's. I know when you said that, I was like, dude, oh. that's crazy. What? So yeah, so modern pagans celebrate an annual cycle, and basically, it's just like important changes in nature, like in terms of the seasons and weather, and they celebrate festivals and they call those sabbats. The word sabbats, oh my god. Please make me pronounce this word correctly. The word Sabbath comes from the French word. Um, yeah. It's like Ebertra or something. Wow. Which means frolic. Basically, the word Sabbath comes from a French word that means frolic. And that like describes like what would have taken place during the festivals. <laughs> Frolicking. Frolicking. So a lot of people call this the wheel of the year. Yep, makes sense, because it looks like a wheel. <laughs> While modern Sabbath observances and festivities are inspired by the festivals of, like, the ancestors, I guess, mm-hmm. they're not, like, exactly like what they celebrated, I guess. Like, okay. actually, like, there's, like, little known about, like, the religious beliefs and rituals of, like, people who did this stuff. So a lot of it is more modern, actually. Okay. Interesting. And it's interesting because... Some of these festivals um, were incorporated by the church into Christian observances. Um, yep. Because they they wanted to, like, convince pagans to believe in Christianity. So they're like, oh, we have that, too. We're just yes. like you. No, that's that literally was part of what mine had talked about though, at the end where it said, like, church bells with, like, whatever. Because they, they had, like remedies for the weather witches and stuff like that and like how they thought that bad thing bad spirits would bring all the bad weather they had certain noises and stuff that would like scare them away and Mm. so then the church was like we'll use our church bells to scare them away that does the same thing i love that i love that the christians are taking things from everyone else else and making it their own we're unique and then everyone says that it's Christianity is the one and only. Yep, no, it's there at the beginning. Please. Please. So the Wheel of the Year includes um, eight Sabbaths. And the wheel is usually depicted um, with an image or like a carving that includes the Sabbath name and Mm -hmm. dates as well as like um, the seasonal changes. So question. Mm. Are they on certain like dates every year or when a certain weather event or like something happens 
Um, they're well, they're typically on the same, like some of them are on the same day every year, and okay. then some of them are like a range of dates, like from this day to this day. Okay. And so, like, normally it like falls between that or goes that for way. the whole time. Yeah. Okay. So for some witches, the year begins and ends with Samhain, and then for mm. others, especially green witches, it begins um, the in the very earliest spring with Imbolc, and then mm-hmm. ends with Yule. So okay, so that's like kind of how we you yeah. like view yeah, the calendar year. Yeah, okay. I would say that's more like us, but I know that Samhain is like huge for pagans. Yeah. Um, so then some pagan traditions celebrate eight Sabbaths, like all eight. Okay. Um, and there's four greater Sabbaths and four lesser Sabbaths. Okay. And so then some people might only observe the four greater Sabbaths mm. and not celebrate the other the other four. Are there ever any that only do the minor and not the major? No. <laughs> don't think so. Not that. Maybe we should. We'll start our own coven that only does the... Oh, yeah. The only, minor ones. Only the, the lesser. The lesser. Excuse me, the lesser Sabbaths. Lesser Sabbaths. <laughs> so the greater Sabbaths are Imbolc, Beltane. Let me make sure I pronounce this right. Imbolc, Beltane, and Lunasa. Or Lamas. It's also House Lamas. And Samhain. Mm-hmm. So those are the four greater Sabbaths. Okay. And they coincide with Earth's agricultural cycles. Okay. And then the lesser Sabbaths, um, Ostara, Litha, mm-hmm. Mabon, and Yule. Okay. Um, and those are about the sun's position in the sky. So they take place on the two solstice and the two equinox. Okay. And then far, far less common, there's the two major Sabbaths. Um, Which is less common than the... It's, this is less common that pagans only celebrate the two. <gasps> Oh, there's eight. Some pagans celebrate four, the four main ones. And then a very, very, very small portion of pagans celebrate only two. Okay. And those two would be Beltane um, and then Samhain because they're like opposite. So Beltane is like all about life and then Samhain is more about death. Death, yeah. So so those those are the main two. But I'm going to like go into each (gasps) of the eight. Oh my God, I'm so excited. So in bulk is celebrated on February 2nd. Groundhog's Day. And, yeah, and it's already passed, which is approximately halfway between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. <gasps> I did not know that. Yeah. Oh. So, I guess not much is known about um, what this day was, like, about. Like, there's not a lot of history <laughs> okay. known about this, but I guess the word imbolc comes from an Irish word that means in the belly, and it is historically referred to the beginning of lambing season in early spring. Which would have been cause for celebration, I guess. Okay. So, uh, lambs? I don't know. And then, Imbolc is also sometimes called, um, God, what is it? It's sometimes called, like, Brigid Day or something. Okay. And Brigid, um, the Celtic goddess is also known as Bride or Brigid or Brigid. Yes. Um... And I guess she's norm, like widely recognized as the like deity of Imbolc. Uh, not a lot of people know how this connection is made, but people think that um, her manifestation of the maiden aspect of a goddess. So she's associated with change, childbirth, fertility, fire, healing, renewal, and transformation. And so mm-hmm. like the whole like lamb thing and like change, yeah, childbirth, I, rigid. Um. In the Mystic Sisters deck that I have, mm. uh, I'm pretty sure she's in there. Oh, I'm sure she is. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Bridget Day? So the <laughs> I also, on this website, it had like, because each of the Sabbaths have different like colors, scents, um, oh, God, elements. Oh so cool. What? Like, ev- like they have so many different things associated with each one. Um, so I only, like, pick two things. So okay. I have the magical and spiritual intentions okay. of each Sabbath, and then the crystals and stones <gasps> that are associated with each Sabbath. Okay. Yeah. So I figured those are, like, the best two. Yeah. I was debating, like, do I do, like, smells, like essential oils or whatever? But I was like, no, 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 I'll do stones instead. Because I don't want to do too much because there's yeah. eight. There's a lot. Through. Um, so with in bulk, the magical and spiritual intentions are beginning, change, childbirth, okay. cleansing, clearing, dispelling. Ooh. Fertility, hope, new beginnings, patience, positive habit forming, uh, pregnancy, uh, duh. 
uh, purification, renewal, transition, and transformation. So a lot of change, basically. Yeah. And then the crystals and the stones associated with Bridget Day is amethyst, ametrine, bloodstone, moonstone, onyx, turquoise, and violet flame opal, which... Sorry, that sounds amazing. I don't amazing. think I've ever seen that, but that it sounds, sounds pretty. Gorgeous. It's probably the orange. What is it? Red opal. What is it called? It is called violet flame opal. So that's in bulk. The next is Ostara. Okay. Ostara. I thought it was Ostara. Ostara. Whatever. O S T A R A. Yeah. Ostara. 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 Oh. Ostara. Oh. Um. So mm. Ostara. <laughs> Um, an equinox, uh, I didn't know what an equinox was, if I'm being completely honest. An equinox is one of two days during the solar, solar year when the sun crosses Earth's equator, resulting in both day and night, light and dark, being approximately equal. Yes. So, Ostara um, occurs annually between March 20th and March 23rd, <gasps> and it occurs during there. the vernal or spring equinox. We're almost there. I know. I was going to say, we're almost there, you guys. We've well, when this goes out, we'll be like a week past, past I yeah. think. So then the next one will have to be Beltane. That we celebrate. Um, <laughs> that we celebrate. That we celebrate. <laughs> Ostara is one of the lesser Sabbaths. Okay. Um, and basically, they are celebrating Earth's, like, evident return to life. Oh. Um, which kind of makes sense, because, like, I like, we're not... That. Because the next one occurs in May. The next Sabbath occurs in May, which is almost like, like, I know it's supposed to be, like, spring, but it's, like, really close to, like, summer at that point. Yeah. So March is kind of like the, hopefully, the transition period to to life. We'll see. We'll see about that. I don't know, guys. We're in Michigan, and you just never know with you Michigan. You never know. I don't know. It's, there's still a lot of snow out there, so probably yeah. not. Yeah. The name Astara originates from an ancient Germanic goddess. Ooh. Which I think it's pronounced like Easter. Um, huh. So she's associated with eggs, fertility, hares, rabbits, and the spring season in uh, Germany. And Despite that's the, why... the being origin of the name Easter, the goddess uh, Astera is not associated with Jesus Christ or anything. So they, they, they took, just that took that again. With the eggs and that's the. That's one of the things they took. The eggs and the rabbits. They made it their own. The... Isn't Easter supposed to be like. No, the... it's not. Wait, is Easter like when he comes back? Yes. Or something? When he was killed and then Which comes back. Which is funny. He gets killed on uh, the Friday and then comes back on the Sunday. Yeah, which is funny because like Easter, the eggs thing, and she's associated with eggs fertility, uh-huh. like uh-huh. dying and birth. Uh-huh. And also so. there's like, that is a three-day thing and it's, <gasps> Jesus died in three days, rose again. So anyways... The Christians plagiarized. Um, the magical and spiritual intentions of Astara are balance, which Ooh. I love balance. I don't know what it is. Dude, I've been having such like a strong emotion when I see that lately. When yes. I see balance, I'm like, that. I love that word. Yes. I don't know what it is about that word. I love it. So balance, beginnings, centering. Another Stop. word I love. Stop. Change, um, cleansing, clearing, fertility, grounding, growth, hope. Grounding. I new beginnings, grounding. new love, purification, rebirth, and renewal. Um, crystals and stones are agates, aquamarine, bloodstone, moonstone. Bloodstone again. Uh, rose moonstone quartz. Again. And what is it? Par- para? Peridot? Peridot. I want to pronounce it I peridot. have both of those. That b- people will understand either. I have the in the promise ring, that's peridot. Oh, really? And then I have agate on this one. It's like a very light, light green. Oh, it is. Yeah. I've had that. Oh, I knew that. Anyway. So that's Astara. So then the next Sabbath is Beltane. Yes. Which is also called May Day, which is funny. Like, May Day. May Day, May Day. May Day, May Day. But no, it's May Space Day. Okay. And it's one of the four greater Sabbaths. Right. And it is observed on May 1st. Which okay. is approximately halfway between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. Okay. So all of the... They're all like equal, I think, equal distant. Yeah. So, oh, okay, okay, okay. So, like, the lesser ones are on the equinoxes and whatever. I have a picture. And then the so greater the, ones are the in between ones, those. Yeah, the lesser ones are like this. Oh. And the greater ones are, like, in between. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, historically, Beltane, which um, 
was spelled in a plethora of different ways. Oh, um, yes. Before it was spelled like Belfand. Yeah, I... <laughs> no, thank you. Um, it was an ancient Celtic fire festival <gasps> that celebrated summer's much-anticipated arrival, as well as cattle's annual return to pasture. <laughs> okay. I guess the word, the Celtic word for um, Beltane means blazing and fire, hence fire festival. Makes sense. So during ancient Beltane, the Druids would light two bonfires to... Um, through which the Celts would, like, drive their cattle through, so, like, like a little gate, mm-hmm. before putting them out to pasture, and they believed that this would, like, protect the herd from disease. Um, and then afterwards, they would extinguish the fires and relight them with flames from the ritual fires, mm. symbolizing the return of the light um, halfway through the year. I don't know. I love the, the thought of, like, these two fires, and people are, like, trying to usher the cattle through it. Like, what if the cattle... Like, swerve. Yeah. Like, a couple of them are like, um, no, thank no, you. No, I'm going to go around, And actually. those ones, diseased. Dead. Bye. Can't the end. Them. Wait, but you can't eat them if they're diseased. So they just, like... Leave them, I guess. Yeah, I guess. We should mark those ones. Don't want to eat <laughs> Don't those eat those ones. ones. Uh, in addition to um, incorporating the bonfires of, like, the ancient Beltane, um, some modern pagans honor the goddess Flora as the May Queen Ooh. and would include <gasps> her in the, their celebration. May Queen. I know the May Queen, right? Um, as an icon of fertility, she is typically symbolized as a young woman dressed in loose white robes with flowers in her long flowing hair. Goals? Uh, literally, <laughs> literally I that's that what I want. Can I be the May Queen? I would, uh, yes. Do we? Do we though? Do we want to? Well, well, not with what happens no, in that movie. but but like, ancient, yeah. Ancient May Queen. Yeah. Flora. Specifically, her. So the magical and spiritual intentions for Beltane are abundance, Ooh. aphrodisiac, oh. beauty, fertility, fire magic, mm-hmm. garden magic, oh. libido, 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 libido. <laughs> libido, lust, passion, past life recollection. Oh, okay, I feel like that was thrown in there. <laughs> right? Pleasure, protection, purification, oh. Oh. rebirth, reincarnation sensuality, sexuality, and um, stamina. <laughs> Crystals and stones are aventurine? Aventurine. Aventurine. Mm-hmm. Bloodstone, which is like everyone. Okay. Um, emerald and rose quartz. Okay. Rose quartz was for the... I wonder mm-hmm. if there's always one that shares the one like before, before like, it. Almost like a... What do you call it? Connector. A, yeah. Or I was thinking like a... a like a... Swing. Anyways, uh, I don't... I can't think of the word. Next is Litha. Oh. So, uh, Litha would be the... Summer is, solstice? Yeah. So, like, June? Where is it at? It's one of the four lesser Sabbaths. It's the summer solstice. It's also called Midsummer. <gasps> Happened between Beltane. Um, it's the start of the harvest season. Why is this not... Why do I not have when, the, when it is? Hello? Let me look at my little picture here. <laughs> Litha, June 20th to the 23rd. Makes sense. So contemporary pagans would celebrate the sun's power and Earth's lush green growth. So although Litha is the re- more like recent name for it, Midsummer, um, I guess it's celebrating cultures all around the world. Obviously, mm-hmm. we know that the yeah. Swedish, right? Swedish? I think they're Swedish. They was went it, to Sweden. Was it or was it Finland? Mm. We know that... The Others celebrated based on the movie that is Midsummer. definitely like way historically accurate. I'm sure. Definitely, for sure, accurate. They would also light great bonfires to give, give tribute to the sun. Um, they also thought that lighting bonfires would give the sun more power. They would dance around the fire, and they believed that the smoke from the flight from the fires would bless their crops and cattle and protect them from dark magic and disease. Wow. Some people also thought that the fires would drive away demons. <laughs> And malevolent spirits. So the magical and spiritual intentions of Litha are abundance, centering, creativity, grounding, healing, health, inspiration, love, marriage, money, prosperity, protection, and wealth. I like the sound of those words, words. For, for Litha. <laughs> I like you string those words I really like all those. <laughs> Litha, June. Celebrate it in June. Crystals and stones are carnelian, mm-hmm. cit- citrine, mm-hmm. Diamond, emerald, jade. <gasps> That's so weird that you said you like the words. What? Stop. <laughs> okay. All right. Got uh, it. Peridot, tiger's eye, lapis, lapis lazuli. lazuli. 
And so those are the stones for Litha. Wow. So. So I'm in that one. So you like Litha. I, <laughs> You're in Litha. I would like, yeah, I genuinely, that definitely sounds like one that, like, oh my God, we uh-huh. need to like go to mm-hmm. our friend Ren's. Um, when a weekend when her parents aren't there and okay. no one else is around uh-huh. on one of these days. Oh no. And dance naked around the I bonfire. Knew that's where you were going. <laughs> and that's why I said, oh no. <laughs> because that's that's how she I want to celebrate. Like the Lisa. most open backyard. It <laughs> literally would not be possible ever. to do at all. Oh, what about mine? <gasps> right Yours would be the, better. Right next to the busy road yeah but it would be dark and you have a fence yeah but they're a giant bonfire which is lighting up our nipples everyone would see Ugh, the neighbors look away think we'll build a fence <laughs> around the fire we're in the f- and then and then yeah. yeah and then okay we'll do that we'll just hang up a whole bunch of blankets around <laughs> put like a, a teepee yeah <laughs> But there's a hole. Oh my god, we literally could with a hole in the middle so that the smoke goes out and we don't all suffocate and die. Anyways. Next. So Litha. Oh. No, we're done with Litha. Oh, bye Litha. N- bye Litha. <laughs> uh, next is the way it is spelt is not at all how it is pronounced. It is pronounced Lunasa. The spelling is Lughanasad. Huh. So okay. we're going to go with Lunasa. Lunasa. It's one of the four greater Sabbaths okay. and it's also called Lamas. So. Okay. I mean. Llamas? Llamas. Llamas. I mean, L-A-M-M-A-S. So I guess Llamas. it could be llamas. No. Llamas. Llamas? Llamas. Lunasa <laughs> is what I'm going to call it. It is observed on August 1st, which is halfway between the summer solstice mm-hmm. and the autumn equinox. Mm-hmm. According to Irish. Irish? I. According, according to, to Irish. Mythology. It uh, was started by a warrior god, Lu, I think is how it's pronounced. Okay. As a funeral rite, he held in order to honor his foster mother, Tailtui. Okay. Tailtui. Tailtui. And she was an Irish earth goddess who is said to have cleared the land for her people to grow food, (gasps) dying from exhaustion. Exhausted. Dying from exhaustion. She died. <laughs> and she died. <laughs> um, so she died. So she's dead, and that is the start of it. Okay. Um, over time, <laughs> this celebration has been known as Lunasa, um, which is a combination of Lu and Nasa, um, which is a Gaelic word for gathering. <laughs> the first fruit of the harvest season were offered to Lou, and as such, Lunasa evolved into a harvest festival. So makes sense. Yes. Uh, modern pagans celebrate Lunasa as a festival honoring Earth, its abundance, and its uh, harvest. Okay. Uh, it is an ideal occasion to give thanks for the blessings you re- you've received and share your good fortune with family, friends, as well as the communities less fortunate. Magical and spiritual intentions are abundance, accomplishment, blessings, oh, challenges, like community, earth magic, good luck, magic. gratitude, introspection, personal growth, introspection, reflection, um, and transformation. I like that one too. Crystals and stones are adventuring, mm-hmm. carnelian, mm-hmm. citrine, mm-hmm. onyx, mm-hmm. Uh, peridot, 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 tiger's eye, and topaz. Ooh. Yeah, it's a new one. That yeah, it is a new one. So that's Lunasa. Pronounced, I mean, spelled Lugnasa, I think. You do the really well. Thank you. <laughs> I love the. Love it. Uh, next is Mabin. Mabon? Mabin. Mabin. I, I pronounce it Mabin. So Mabin. That's what it'll be. So that's what we're going to call it. It is the uh, fall equinox. So okay. that normally falls between September 20th and 23rd. And it is one of the four lesser Sabbaths. Um, Yeah. That's crazy. So contemporary pagans continue to celebrate the Earth's abundance and the resulting annual harvest, as well as the balance between day and night. And it is also known as the Pagan Thanksgiving. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. September 20th to 23rd. I wonder... Anyways. (laughs) Uh, 
Um, so I guess Mabin is one of the newer contemporary pagan Sabbaths. Oh. So it says, while ancient people celebrated the harvest at this time of the year, there's no historical record of a specific festival taking place during the Got autumn. Okay. So it was just kind of like, somebody we just, were like, they yeah. do it for everything else. Why not this yeah, one? Yeah, why not? So magical and spiritual intentions for this are abundance, accomplishments, afterlife, oh. balance, centering, cleansing, death. Oh. Dispelling, emotional healing, equality, Love. focus, grief, grounding, harmony, honor, success, and wisdom. And okay. the stones are amber, carnelian, citrine, uh, hematite, mm-hmm. uh, peridot, mm-hmm. and topaz. I like hematite. And I, I think. Guys, if you don't know, I call my grandma Hema. So that's. Yeah, Hema. That's Hema. not why I call her that. No, I. But yes, it is just cool how it works because she's is. a rock nerd. Just True. Like, just like your family? Just yeah. like just so, my whole family just and like Beyonce everyone and... that we know? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> um, so we have two more uh, Sabbaths. The next is Samhain, which is pronounced <gasps> yeah. Samhain. Just spelled. Just, yes, it's spelled, spelled sorry, Samhain. Spelled Samhain. Pronounced, pronounced Samhain. <laughs> and is one of the four greater Sabbaths, and it's celebrated on October 31st. Yes. Which is approximately halfway between the autumn equinox and the winter solstice. Yes. Uh, for some people, Samhain, I think, like we mentioned in the beginning, is like the most important Sabbath. And mm-hmm. I guess it's also considered the pagan New Year. That's really cool. I did not know that. Yeah. But I think that also coincides with the people because i told you that some people celebrate from what is it from in bulk to, to yule. yule and then other people celebrate like just Samhain, Samhain is the Samhain. beginning <laughs> yeah so that would make sense for those people it being like the new year yeah it's starting yeah definitely uh the this sabbath represents the end of the harvest season makes it's sense. a time when the last of the earth's produce has been completely harvested and the yep. earth is now preparing to go dormant for the dark half Oh, I like how that's worded. Right? Dormant. It's like, it's like poetic almost. It is. Very poetic. And also like preparing. Yes. Um, Contemporary pagans during this time take the opportunity to give Earth a final thank you for her gifts. Uh And it's also time for introspection, divination, and celebration, as well as to honor family, friends, and ancestors who have passed away. Oh my god, love. I love that so much. It's so cute. I know, right? The name Samhain originates from the old Irish word Samhain, which translates to summer's end, basically. Once the preparations for winter were over, people, like, gathered to celebrate, so they lit bonfires. They're always lighting bonfires. There's Um, a reason why the stereotype of women dancing around a fire is a thing. Yep. So they would give thanks for everything they received during the previous year and also mourning everything that they've lost within the previous year. So they would dance and play games, like bobbing for apples. Divination for the upcoming year uh, would also take place. And at the end of the festivities, people would light a branch or torch from the fire to light hmm. their homes. Perfect. Yes. Yes, that's right. Like a little community. Like, yeah. take a piece of it with you home. Adorable. Uh, according to the Celts, death wasn't feared. It was just, like, accepted as part of, like, the circle of life. Right. Which we need to. God, want us to be. Yeah, I was like, they would Scary. En- I know, right? They would encourage visits from departed spirits, and they would even, like, set table places for them to feel... So, that's literally the cutest thing ever. I know. Um, so they would accept spirits, but I guess when it came to fairies, it was a big no-no. Oh. So the Celts believed that the uh, barrier between Earth and the fairy realm was also thinnest during this time of year, as, um, the... What? What? The... the, Yeah, but what do you call it? The... Also... They thought the... Veil. The veil was the thinnest um, during Samhain. And yeah. also during, um, what is it? What is the opposite of Samhain? Um, Samhain Lou- and Beltane. Beltane. So Beltane, they also thought it was the thinnest. Because it's like oh. opposites. I don't, Interesting. I don't know. But death isn't so much celebrated in Right, that's more of life. Yeah, it's more about life. But I just thought that was interesting. It is interesting. So, uh, but they also thought that the veil between the earth and the fairy fairy realm was thinnest and allowed the fae to easily cross over. Um, But the people feared uh, the fairies Mm -hmm. because they believed that they would spoil their stored food, kill livestock, and kill children. Oh, oh, And steal children, too. Sorry, I forgot. They would just 
take them. Yikes. Um, so because of that, people would um, would leave lighted torches, gifts of food, and even animal sacrifices at the edge of forests to, like, appease the evil fairies. Yeah. And then people would also wear animal masks and costumes to scare the fairies away from their homes and farms. Yes. And then some people would carve scary faces of into trees and, and vegetables and pumpkins and... to ward them away. Yeah. Yeah. So the magical and spiritual intentions for this are ancestors, Mm -hmm. um, bad habit breaking, change, clarity, death, divination, endings, um, grief, grounding, honor, mourning, past life recollection, reincarnation, um, spirit communications, and like um, rebirth. And then the crystals and stones would be carnelian, Mm -hmm. jet. It's a black stone. I was going to say, I never heard of Jet. <laughs> uh, gray moonstone, specifically. Obsidian, Ooh. onyx, smoky quartz. All dark and stuff. Tourmaline? Tourmaline. But specifically black tourmaline. Black. Uh, that yeah. makes sense. So all of You're the, like, all, all of them, them are, seem... They are. They are all, all black. black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All black stones. Because it's like protection, right? I think black is... Pretty... <laughs> it's pretty... Yeah, protection from like evil spirits mm-hmm. and stuff. Well, so. same with candles, too. People... They would like... Black candles is like protection, mm-hmm. so... Yep. So that's Samhain. And the last one we have is Yule, Yule uh, which is the winter solstice. So it has the longest night as well as the shortest period of day. And it takes place between December 20th and December 23rd. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the lesser Sabbaths, which is interesting to me because I, I feel like thought... Samhain and Yule are like the two main Sabbaths that every, well, I don't want to say everyone, but most people know about Know those Samhain words at Yule. least. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that only Samhain is, like, one of the major ones, and then Yule is, like, not a lesser one. That, yeah. And then the people that only celebrate the four major don't celebrate Yule is, like, crazy. Because that is definitely one that I would have thought would have been, like, a greater yeah, one for same. sure. Which is why when I read this, I was like, what? <laughs> hmm. That's interesting. Uh, it's also called Midwinter because it falls halfway between Samhain and um, Imbolc. So during Yule, contemporary pagans would celebrate the rebirth of sun as days will begin begin to grow longer again, which I also find interesting just because like, like, I don't know, I would, I only associate Yule with Christmas just because it's like in the same month. Right. But I feel like Christmas is not about like rebirth and like all this new stuff. Mm -hmm. Christmas is, I mean, it's not nobody like, I feel like most people don't. If you're not religious, Christmas is just, like, a thing. But Christmas feels like, oh, the dead of winter, like, I don't know, Christmas, midwinter. It feels like the midpoint of winter. Yes. But in terms of Yule, it's like, no, winter is, like, almost over. We're, like, looking forward to it ending, which is weird. Well, see, that I totally, I fully get that because anytime it's the winter solstice, I'm always so excited because it's, like, Finally, after this, the days are finally going to be longer than the nights. Mm-hmm. When until that point, it would have been opposite. Yeah. Papa always reminds me, we would always remind me, he's like, it's, we ha- we're going to have like 12 hours of, 12 hours and one minute of daylight today or like <laughs> something like that. That's so cute. <laughs> it is very Gotta cute. love them. Uh, Yule. I wanted yes. to say Samhain. Yule <laughs> is also a time to enjoy the company of family and friends uh. as well as for spiritual rebirth. Ooh, I, I like guess that. the name Yule derives from the ancient Norse, yeah, Norse mm-hmm. festival Jule, oh. um, named for the god in Odin, who is also known as Julnir. Yule, I thought it was Yulnir. Maybe it is Yulnir. Okay, so then uh, the name Yule derives from the ancient Norse festival Yule, named Spelled for the god. <laughs> named for the god Odin, who was also known as Yulnir. The festival took place around the time of the winter solstice, in the belief that. Odin would favor his people with abundance, health, and peace during the upcoming year. So, like, abundance looking forward. Yeah. The celebrations are believed to have included, you guessed it, a bonfire. (laughs) (laughs) There is a fire. Don't worry, everyone. Uh, Animal sacrifice. Uh. (laughs) Uh, Yep, animal sacrifice. Feasts, drinking, trees, Yes. Hung upside was, down. I was going to say that was my next one was trees. No way. Was yeah. it actually? Yeah. <laughs> That's the only one I knew for sure. That's so funny. <laughs> Drinking. Anyways, on the eve of the winter sol- solstice called, I'm also guessing it's called Yule, just because it's like Geol, uh, the ancient English would light a log in their hearths and keep it burning all night to give the sun strength. Because they're like looking forward to the new year. Like winter's uh, over. Come on, okay, sun. I see. <laughs> please, please, 
please help. And then the remaining ash um, and pieces of wood from the keeping the fire burning all night on the eve of the solstice will be kept to craft good luck charms for the upcoming year. That's adorable. I love that so much. That's so cute. So the last little bit, magical Ugh. and spiritual intentions are birth, beginning, compassion, um, wow. emotional healing, endings, equality, forgiveness, harmony, hope, introspection, love of fellow humans, Aww. motherhood, meditation, spiritual rebirth, self-evaluation, and peace. That's really cute. And then the crystals and stones are moss agate. <gasps> Dude, what? Uh, bloodstone, citrine, emerald, garnet, ruby, and blue zircon. And moss those agate, are the that's a, The other seven. one just said agate, and that one was specifically yeah, moss agate. Specifically moss agate. Which makes sense, because it's like... Green. <laughs> green. And Yule. A green yeah. is like one of the colors of Yule. Yeah. That I do know. If you don't know, which you don't. You which you don't. This. Which none of you My know. engagement ring is moss agate. Yes. It's a very pretty stone, guys. Yeah, Kyle did a good job picking that out. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. The cards. Moving on to the cards. Um, me? Yeah. Okay. So, um, if you want to TikTok, go first of all, go do it. Go do that. Pause. Um, go second do that. of all, come back. I pulled two, and they were crazy. Um, so I'm, I have new moon and full moon in Leo. So I'll start with new moon. I'm gonna just read all of it because why? Yep. So. Uh, New Moon and Leo. Confidence is your key to success. This card heralds the start of a new cycle for you when you're going to look and feel more gorgeous, more in the spotlight, more like you have something worth showing off. If you want someone's attention, this card says it's coming. However, this may not happen all by itself. You have to be willing to do your bit. That means being proud of who you are and what you have to offer. Think of yourself as the king or queen of the jungle and carry yourself accordingly. This card is also a great omen if you're asking about a creative project you're working on. Literally, I mean, I thought about that. I thought about that immediately. As soon as you said, what was it? The uh, um, Can you read the first part again? Maybe? More in the spotlight. Yes. More like you have something showing, yep. worth showing off. Literally That's that. quite uh-huh. literally, yes. Yep, okay. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, it can herald good news or a good start for, or a new start for your children, which we don't have to worry about. Oh, for your you children. children. I, I mean, not. it's our cats. Um, new start. What? Please don't. Attune to the moon. Make time to have fun. Oh. Additional meanings for this card. It's time for you to show the world what you've got. Ah! Shine your light. Have some pride. I'm shining. Spoil yourself. You've earned it. And I've you've turned it. someone's head. I better. <laughs> I better turn multiple people's heads, please. Yes. Uh, the teaching. Leo is the sign of the big and brave-hearted lion. Wait, of- pause. It's actually crazy that you pulled Leo because I did a reading for myself last night. I've been doing these readings for like the last couple days. Yeah. I've been doing them every day, which I've never done before. I love um, everyday it's readings. It's like a rare for me to do that. And one of the cards I pulled was Leo, and I've never seen the card Leo before ever. It was from my the, astrology I know which one, one. Yep. yeah. Really that's weird. It. And then you pull two Leo today, yesterday. So I wonder what I'm going to pull tomorrow. If well, it's Leo, Brent is not... a Leo, so I, I know. wonder if... Huh. Anyway. Anyways. Um, Leo is the sign of the big and brave-hearted lion of pride and showmanship mm-hmm. and flirting. Stop. The energy around the new moon in Leo, and therefore around this card whenever you pick it, mm-hmm. is hot and generous. <laughs> Generous. The energy loves itself, and so should you. If you've been too much of a wallflower, this new moon card and the Leo new moon comes as a reminder that you need to be proud of who you are. That's, like, really weird because I literally, like, I sent that message to that one person saying, yeah. like, hey, this year I'm trying to, like, be more doing That's and, immediately like, what I out. thought of. And then for you to say that, basically saying, get out of your comfort zone, it'll be good. That's literally what I thought of and when I, I read it. that. It better be good. I think Cards it's going to pay and off. universe. I think it's going to pay off. Okay. Do you want me to go? Yeah. So I'm going to do, yeah, I'm going to do Queen of Swords first. Yes. Both of the cards I pulled were in reverse, so. Hopefully they're okay in reverse. Yeah. The main um, words, I guess, keywords. Keywords. That's that's the word, key. Yep. Keywords are critical, <laughs> pessimistic, um, bitter, grudges, cruel, and cold. For reverse or just for the... For reverse. Oh, God. Yes. That's so For reverse. Good. Um, this says, 
uh, reversed this the queen's intelligence is used as a weapon for bitterness she mm. may have been severely hurt in youth and is consumed by vengeance punishment or hatred although her negativity is directed outward it is likely because she feels empty within she may be excessively critical never satisfied draining and toxic unwittingly she causes the same suffering to others that she herself felt Yes, the world is full of terrible cruelty, but do beauty, kindness, and wonder coexist beside it? Blocking out life's paradoxes makes us stagnant, sick, and weak. Do you believe that others only bring trouble and heartbreak? Without love, camaraderie, and friendship, uh, hearts, hearts turn cold. What is the cost of being too guarded? So it sounds like you need to chill out. <laughs> Be more optimistic and um, trusting, I guess. Yeah. That's what I'm getting from yeah. it. Yeah. That's what I think, too. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's very specific. My next one is mm -hmm. full moon in Leo. Don't let pride get in your way. Really? So sorry, um, Queen of Swords. Are you speaking through a different card? This is weird. Okay. Also, I like that the Leos are opposites. Full moon and Leo and then new moon. Like, those are... Balance. Balance. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Um, have you been letting your pride become an obstacle? Is the question you're asking based on your ego or is it from your heart? Leo energy is all about the heart. Think of the big hearted king of the jungle, the lion. Its energy is magnificent, but when it's combined with the rush of the full moon, it can become over the top. This card may have come to you because you need to end a deadlock that has developed. More love and thoughts for your greater good are the solution to this dilemma. <laughs> the fuck is going on? If you've got... If you've not been doing as you should be done by lately. Wait. I can't read. I was going to say, um, that didn't so make sorry, sense. my Sorry, dog. no. If you've not been doing mm -hmm. as you would be done by lately. I don't, still don't know what that means. That's literally okay. what it says. Okay. Uh -huh. um, this is the time to find a balance between uh -huh. your own needs and the needs of the people around you. This mm -hmm. will help all your relationships. Attune to the moon. Be magnificent without being plain too much. Wait. Those are opposite. <laughs> Additional meanings for this card. Self-esteem is good. Vanity uh -huh. is not. Okay. I uh, certainly don't have any. Everyone is equally important. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. <laughs> Creative urges should be followed. Work some magic. A friendship may be ending now. Oh, shit. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I should just probably get up. And... Yeah, you should probably. Okay, the card mm, said. So. Yeah, I mean... The teaching. When the full moon comes into... Uh-huh. When the full moon... Comes into in Leo. Comes into Leo, we'll Yeah, say. that's what I would think it uh -huh. should be. It can be a wonderfully bright time where mm -hmm. people feel more confident to show the world their talents and assets. Mm -hmm. Our talents and assets. <laughs> <laughs> that's the upside of this lunation and of this card, no matter when you pull it. However, take note that the Leo-Full Moon combination creates a sort of tension between your needs and the needs of people in your networks. Leo-Full Moon is a time to release pride. Both so, of those cards are like opposites. The one is like, you don't have enough pride. Yeah. Do it. And the other one's like, whoa. Don't have too much. So basically, once well, again, balance. The other one wasn't really so much about it. It was more like, you might, yeah, no, I guess it Be was. Be confident. It was like, yeah. But don't. Don't be too don't confident. Don't be it. cocky. Confident but not cocky. There's a difference. Love it. Uh, my next card is Three of Pentacles. In reverse. Uh, also in reverse. <laughs> oh, no. The words are... No. Wait. The words are competition, ego, lack of vision, discord, and divergence. Maybe they should have been upright. Maybe they should have been. Because I'm not relating to them at mm, all. No. Lack of teamwork and disagreements are marked by this card in reverse. There and may be a friendship. <laughs> right? There may be no organization. Wait. Wait. Um, there may be. There may be no organization, differing visions, or diverging expectations about each person's responsibilities. Sometimes ego egos may come into the picture. Perhaps one team member is more concerned with powder. <laughs> more power. <laughs> Sometimes egos may come into the picture. Perhaps one team member is more concerned with power and superiority than the project itself. 
This all can push the fool to work solo. Do you hoard all the responsibilities to yourself at work or at home? Or yeah, do you end no. up micromanaging your peers? How does relying on others make you feel? Are you reluctant to do so? Yes. Being entirely self-sufficient in order to avoid inevitably disappointments or to maintain control, closing us off from others? Um, um I really don't know if I actually relate to those ones. Mm. Do they make more sense upright? At least this one. <laughs> Probably. Not with the the one card. The other upright, I mean, wait. The upright of three pentacles are collaboration, growth, teamwork, organizations, organization building foundations. So if we're losing friendships, that ain't going to do it. And then But that's that it could be another meaning of it. That doesn't necessarily well, mean yeah. what it is. No, yeah. and then upright, queen of swords, upright is integrity, principles, perceptive, severe, aloof, and truth. So that definitely isn't. I don't know if I relate to any of no. them. No. So, so maybe somebody out someone there. out there does. Definitely Let us know. Out there because I don't know. Yeah, definitely not. Well, thanks for listening to our weather podcast today, yes. everyone. Hope you got educated. Celebrate Sabbaths, y'all. We got one coming up. We do. We just passed one. If you celebrated that, let uh-huh. us know. Five days till the next one. <sighs> wow. Yeah, five days till the next one, right? Well, I mean, not when this goes up. No, 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 no. Five days from when we're recording. Yes. To the next one. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay, so that's it. Okay. You can find us on, on TikTok. Facebook. Reddit. YouTube. Instagram. Twitter. That's about it, I think. Mm. That's um, it. Thank you, if you are watching on YouTube, for liking, commenting, subscribing, and if you could give us a review on Spotify, just five star, or Apple Podcasts, definitely helps. That's all. Yeah, that's it. Peace. Goodbye. I'm back, actually. I wanted you to hear him purring when I picked him up. Okay, bye.